The following podcast contains strong language and ridiculous cartoon scenarios conjured up by two self-proclaimed comedy wizards. Between you and me, they're more like Saturday morning court jesters fueled by sugary cereal. But either way, the opinions expressed and presented are mere musings, so please humor their well-intentioned hijinks with a laugh and not by taking anything they say seriously. Unless of course you want to pay them to say something else. Could always use a new pair of shoes. and welcome to ReviewParty.com. I'm Brent. I'm Matt. Thanks for coming. You know? <laughs> Thanks for being here. We really we appreciate mean that. it. Especially if you're new. Hello. Thank you yeah. for stopping by. Pull up a chair. Come come join the little powwow we got going here. Uh, let, let's jump right into a review. You want to you take the first one or should I? I got it. Awesome. For, you normally say this is the podcast that reviews reviews, and I feel like something's going to be missing if we don't say uh, that. I feel like that's a that's a little treat. Sometimes you get that. Okay. And I'm on a good. I had a good streak of keeping it consistent, but you know, we're Whatever. throwing them off today. But I, now they're going to be extra thrown off because you said it. I'm on blast know, now. So what's going to happen next week? Huh? Who knows? Who knows? Let's just put it in the past with this Google review. From Todd, the handsome power guy. Talk about a a guy who's doing some self-promotion here. Yeah, talk about a guy who's handsome and has a lot of power. <laughs> some of his reviews, he seems kind of like a dick, but also like he writes some good reviews. So It's probably some... just like a result of the power. He but can't quite... It, his human form can't handle it. Too He's much power. Like a, a, little grog, a, little, a little grumpy. Anyway, Todd, the HPG... <laughs> As a review for the Sheridan Sonoma Wine Country, Petaluma, Petaluma, California. Todd writes, The butter came in tiny spheres, and the fact that I finally found something in life that's actually a butterball gives these guys a five-star rating. Also, food was delicious. Five stars. You know, those little butter spheres are fancy. <laughs> they are. They ever, you ever go to a restaurant and they bring you like a, a butter sphere pyramid? Yes. Oh, oh man. You can't. You feel on top of the delicate. world. Yeah. You're on top of a pyramid on top of the world. And the pyramid's made of butter. <laughs> uh, I speak as. I think I love butter. You know, I'm, I'm not. I've never been a guy that has gone hard on the butter. Just because I'm a big dude and I don't need that extra stuff, I feel like. Yeah. Watch. Give, give yeah. your heart some love. Right. Right. I, you know. I try not. I try to do everything in in moderation, except lasagna. That really, <laughs> you can't stop me around that. But um, the, I think it was just yesterday. I made some toast and eggs, and lately I've been doing my toast with peanut butter. But I was making eggs, so you know that's not quite. The it's combos. not gonna fly, right? So I, I just did some plain, plain butter on there, plain room temp butter. Just put that in and melted right into the, the delicious uh, multigrain wheat toast I had, mm. and boy did that hit different! Just that perfectly buttered toast gets a little damp, like moist. Oh, and right. it soaks right in, but yes. it doesn't make it soggy. It just yes. is a perfect, perfect soak. I'm remembering that. I can't believe it's not butter review. Uh huh. <laughs> With the lady who fed it to her cat. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> what a callback. <laughs> so leave that option on the table, everyone out there. If you if you feel like feeding butter to your cat, think about its heart too. Yeah, Get I don't know. That seems, doing that seems cruel sometimes. <laughs> like feeding like I think giving your dog sweets and stuff it likes every now and then is good. But like Butter? I don't think butter is good enough to warrant, like, cats don't, can't make that decision. They don't understand cholesterol. That's true. They're, you know, you're just, they're just going to give what you give them. And, and what? I guess if their thing is really butter, but how'd you figure out their thing was butter? Milk goes to butter, goes to cats. I, is that the connection? Because I would never give butter to a dog. I just don't think they would... As you say, they don't know how to enjoy it. Like, if you bake into a dog, it's meat. They're going to like, I, I, I could meat. 
I could definitely imagine setting out a nice, beautiful butter pyramid for the the brunch party, the schmancy brunch party you've been planning for months. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're setting it up, and you set out the the butterball pyramid <laughs> of uh, Emotep, and you leave the room, and you come back, and it's gone, and you just see a Labrador with a with a nonchalant, an overly nonchalant face <laughs> staring back at you. You know, that's I could definitely that's right up the dog's alley. Yeah, but he'll gels. they'll do that with anything. Yeah, they'll do that with gels. They'll do that with soap. Who cares? They're dogs. They're they just, you know, they're just kind of dumb guys that like having a good time. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> I was gonna think of something to say, but like, no, no, I identify with that too much to even think of something. <laughs> you just feel like a dumb guy who wants to yeah. have a good time when you're watching a TV show, or listening to a song, or hearing someone speak, and they're talking about you, and they don't know it, but you're like. Uh, or maybe an even better example. I'll give you the, the, the good vibes, bad vibes, scary vibes. When you're in an improv scene and something somebody says something in an improv scene that's like true to you and you just, you're like inside your body looking out for a moment. Like, oh, that's what happened to me right there. You said dogs are like dumb guys and I was like, well, well I'm like a dumb guy. <laughs> like to have good time but i like having good time yeah it just shocked you to your core a little bit i'll wag my tail i just yeah i just want to wag tails i just want to like eat like watch my master bring food into the room wait for them to leave eat it Uh, and and then deal with the ramifications of that situation i just want to hang out with people with really cool names like cleo and (laughs) t-bone this is a a clifford the big red dog joke clifford reference yeah, I always did like T-Bone. <laughs> T-Bone was a bro. Yeah, I think I really derailed us here. Uh, no, I'm on the rails. These are the rails. Uh, these are the review party rails, baby. But butterballs, like, he's right. Butterball turkeys aren't, aren't, they don't taste like butter. They're not balls of butter. You never make a baseball-sized butter and have the old... <laughs> Thanksgiving tradition of uh, sling it back and forth. You know, you uh, kind of like have a, a dunk tank situation, but it's oh. just like a butter. It's just a turkey on a stool. Oh, and you 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 got a fastball right down Main Street and stuff that turkey right. You know okay. what I'm saying? Mmm, mmm. And the, mm. the 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 fun part about the game is the butter ball, <laughs> the butter softball is too big. To, to you know to cleanly go into that right so there's that, a splash zone right so yeah you're kind of cubing it as you're fastballing into the <laughs> into the turkey <laughs> shaving off some of it you so you gotta throw it hard you gotta throw it hard <laughs> that that t- turkey is leather belt ratcheted to the stool it's a shame the holidays are over okay i'm not gonna be able to do that gotta wait 10 more months to to do the old turkey ball tradition. Where, where re- did... No, what, what, what? I was going to say, do you have a review, but... Oh, I have a review, dude. Okay. I have a review. I don't even know what I was going to say. Uh, since we're talking about butterballing some stuff, I have a, a cookbook review. Uh, not unlike the WoW cookbook I brought to the table. I like that one. Yeah, I, I remembered you liked it, so I thought I'd I'd do a little a bit of a redux on it. This is the Heroes Feast Dungeons and Dragons official cookbook. Oh, uh, authored by Kyle Newman, John Peterson, and Alec Whitworth. Oh, and author one more. Let's mouse over and give that poor sap credit. Oh, <laughs> that poor sap happens to be official Dungeons and Dragons limited. Uh, I did not need to give them cover. They have enough mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. They are. They are. They've done enough with Mister Gygax's legacy. Anyway, <laughs> this is a review uh, from Amazon, written by Max Schwetti. Schwetti. Think of this guy Schwetti. I think that's Schwetti. Schwetti balls. Could be. Could be. Let's find out. Um, he titles it. It's just bacon. Orc <laughs> bacon is just regular bacon. He writes. I don't know who is in charge of making this book, but they either had no time to make this or they lack all inspiration. First off, 
while I really appreciate the backgrounds pulling a medieval fantasy theme pretty well, the food doesn't look that appetizing. None of the words describing the dishes were really anything special. It's not like there's a fictional character leaving their collection of recipes and knowledge of cultures to the next generation. It's just recipes. Okay, fine, it's a cookbook. It technically doesn't really need to have any narrative or replay opportunities to be a cookbook, <laughs> but it's based on the self-proclaimed world's greatest role-playing game. So, it seems like a missed opportunity. There's nothing in this book I haven't eaten before. I prefer to bake my bacon at 280 to 290, depending on the oven, for one hour. Yes, I could add brown sugar and call it orc bacon, but I would bully myself if I did that. I haven't seen any real attempt to create flavor that feels unique to this world. I mean, it makes sense that the drow eat grilled mushrooms. I believe that. It doesn't mean that don't like... It doesn't, or I'm just going to read this straight up. It doesn't mean that don't like feel like I'm ordering off the vegan menu at Olive Garden. What I honestly was expecting was regular food dressed up to look crazy and fun. That's it. Just dye some squids purple and say baby mind flares. That's all you had to do. But no, just bacon. Don't even bother buying it. One star. <laughs> That is awesome. He wants, uh, like, the experience that they're going to give at Super Mario Land in oh, Japan, right. where the burger looks like a little one-up mushroom, and everything everything looks like it's from the world that you're visiting. Yeah, he, he refuses to believe that these fantasy characters eat pot roast. They probably right. don't cook it in an oven, either. They probably, yeah, they, he wants it cooked over some sort of element elementous magical flame he doesn't he doesn't think these warriors eat bread they eat fucking super bread and he's mad that this, this super bread isn't in the book i mean i don't know enough about this world to to comment with. i i think they just be eating bread and maybe they'd be saying that, like this is elven bread it makes your tummy full but you can't, mm. like, for example, you can't make the Lord of the Rings Alvin super fill you up with one bite bread, because that's that's magic. <laughs> but you can probably make a bread, Lambus, it's called Lambus bread or something, that tastes pretty similar, and I think that's probably what this book is trying to do. Yeah, you're not going to get the exact same, you know, feelings that the characters do. It's role-playing. He makes a clear point, like, yeah, there's a missed opportunity. It should be narrative because it's a role playing. But playing is a big, big point there. If you're going to cook, you you got to play, too, while, while you're cooking. Yeah, you just got to. I think d and is all about imagination, right? It's all about yeah. fostering the imagination. And I don't know if this guy's a good player because he can't have imagination when he's making fucking bacon. Let me tell you this. When I was in the fifth grade, we read The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. My teacher brought us... Turkish delights. I pretended it tasted good. <laughs> it was like this is underwhelming. After reading how they loved it in the book, oh, this makes me feel so warm. I like Turkish delights. I guess it depends on on the variety. Maybe the teacher, yeah. or the fifth grade teacher, wasn't splurging on little brats. That's probably the case. They were probably from you know last year's class. Yeah, I feel like they're like big. Rich licorices for gooey, adults. Gooey bars. Or gooey I like bars. Yeah, they're kind of like licorice, but if licorice was like artisanal, like was for mm -hmm. ladies that wore, wore fur. And gloves. And like gloves. that white witch. The, yeah, that white witch. You know, she killed Jesus. That's how. <laughs> that's what that book's about, right? Pretty much. Uh, I do want to say the, the best line... Of this review, there's nothing in this book that I haven't eaten. <laughs> I know! <laughs> That's awesome. Just as a standalone line. Uh, I don't think he needed to write anything else. I mean, he added a lot of detail on why he felt the way he did, but... Did he want to discover a new food? Did he want some new food that no one's ever heard of before to be in this book? But I feel like, okay, here's my real beef with the review, if we're getting down to the beef. 
Uh, which this person doesn't want to do because that's a real life food that normal humans eat, not fantasy humans. At the end, he just is like, uh, it doesn't even ha- it just has to be regular food, okay? Which is what he's mad about the whole time. Party's over, guys. Just die some squids. So he's just mad that they didn't put food coloring in the bread. I think so. If they put green food coloring, if they made Shrek bacon with green food coloring, he oh. would have liked it. <laughs> but no, they just added brown sugar. They just gave me a nice recipe to try. What jerks. The recipe that if he tried, he would bully himself. What does that even mean? But <laughs> you go go to a school and like slam yourself into lockers repeatedly? Mm-hmm. Swirly yourself for sure. Yeah, go go to uh, go to the middle of a food court and pull down your pants. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> After pouring down your own pants, uh. <laughs> we run around crying. I was gonna say work really hard on a drawing and then just tear it up. Do, but uh, <laughs> pulling down your pants is, is so much better. Make yourself do your homework. Oh, that's do parent your- level bullying. Do your homework, or I'm gonna beat you up. I need a good grade on this essay. I get it. Do the bully's homework, but it's you. You're the yes. You're both parties. Okay, I'm getting some mad Mr. Robot vibes, and I just finished the series, and it's kind of making me sad. But uh, uh, in one of those series where you're like, you just you have a moment of free time, and it, it it blinks in your head. Oh, I can watch Mr. Robot, but there's no more to watch. Yeah, like I, I didn't have anything to to watch during my my push-up sit-up time today i'm just gonna rewatch that one episode i really like (laughs) anyway uh enough about me you mentioned jesus so i'm gonna go with this one that i have it's short but uh it's sweet it's a fiver review haven't been there in a while oh what's up fiver good reason (laughs) shots fired i don't feel like we got a value out of our out of our dollar there Hey, who knows? Maybe we did. Maybe. Maybe we did. If you're listening because you heard us advertised on some other podcast, that never mind. Yeah, you know, they wouldn't even know if we did. It you wouldn't even know. know. No, they were all I natural have, collaborations. Yeah, I have a a review for a seller, seller's service. The seller is SoCal Christ. That's and yes, and SoCal's SoCal Christ's listing is. I will have Jesus say anything you want in a video. No way. Uh, he's a guy who looks vaguely like the... Oh, he looks like... Oh, those, the illusion's already ruined. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe Sauced Bagel can bring it back for you. I thought he had him on speed dial or something. No, I'm sorry to ruin the illusion. But, but maybe it's worth it. <laughs> Sauced Bagel, United States user. Keeps it short and sweet. He writes, in all caps, amazing, made me shit my pants, five stars. <laughs> what was the product? He, this is re- oh, the Jesus. He, yeah, Jesus yeah, said something yeah, in a video. I, so this guy got a, a, uh, an MP3 of Jesus saying, happy birthday, Lucas. Hey, catch you on the flip side, dude. And he just shit his pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We don't have to talk about this much. I no, I want to talk about this a lot. I want to break this down. So this guy, got it. He did he order this or was this a gift? I think he ordered it. He's the one he, leaving the review. So he okay, so it. he. I feel like you get this as a gift, and you think it's Jesus of what, whatever you know. Maybe you made the same leaps of of uh, of logic that I just made, but. You order it. You have to know that's not Jesus. You you've you've read the ad. It's, that's true. You've seen the Fiverr page. <laughs> what were you expecting? How did this divide expectations? What what did Jesus do to have to do to make you shit your pants on the spot? He's just a really down to earth dude. He's just how down to earth this imposter Jesus was was so impressive that. How the the his proximity to the earth caused you to rupture your asshole. It's a spontaneous defecation. Spontaneously could defecate. Oh man, 
I guess I gotta get it. You know, yeah. if it's that if it's that good, that is a glowing <laughs> review. Uh, Probably yeah. not one you want to see on Yelp. No, the, no, no. The uh, the lobster tail was so good that I shit my pants. <laughs> it was really great. They gave me new pants and everything. They just <laughs> they had some they had some shit pants. They had some some <laughs> spare pants. They've got lobster bibs. They've got lobster pants. They got it the, all. The pants are made out of the same plastic material as those cheap bibs. Those are those yes, are yes. Those are, <laughs> You're sweating in those. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh man, that they don't have the baby changing station in the bathroom for for babies. For a big man. <laughs> yeah, they got the big man size, so you can put on those lobster tail pants. Put on those shitting pants. Oh, Brenda, today I'm gonna need my shitting pants. I tell you what, they <laughs> <laughs> just they're in. Like, they pull out like paper towels. Just shh. <laughs> here you go. <laughs> All right, I'm ready for whatever life throws at me today. Now, if someone <laughs> doesn't, oh, what's that? What's that? Uh, where you can get celebrity interactions? Uh, cameo. Yeah, cameo. All right, Brenda, I'm about to order a cameo from a Jesus lookalike. <laughs> Got to make sure my dipes is on. <laughs> Anyway, I got a review to get us away from yeah. this place. Also, also a quick one. Also a quickie. This is a review for a book called Guitar, the World's Most Seductive Instrument. Oh. It's a it's a picture book. Nice, a oh. bunch of nice artsy pictures of sexy pictures guitars. of guitars. Those curves. Yeah, and little write ups about about some different guitarist seems like a cool book for any guitar fan on Amazon. By the way, if I didn't mention. But uh, Trout, he's got some shit to say about it. Trout titles his review, for me, nothing new here. I have better books. Uh, And the review reads, if you already have some guitar books, you don't need this one. (laughs) Three stars. (laughs) It's like he's seeing right into my life. How does he know I have multiple guitar books on my shelf? I think... If if you you know the guitar, the world's most seductive instrument, Everybody's is making a- money off of people with two or less guitar books. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The most of the money is off of guys that got bookshelves of guitar books. I'm wondering what else Trout has on his shelf, though. Right? What kind of sort of yeah genre space embodying guitar books does he have? The, the particular niche that Guitar, the World's Most Seductive Instrument by David Schiller was trying to was was trying to fill, uh, it didn't it didn't achieve success with Trout. Trout has already had, been there, done that. I want a magic magic guitar book, uh, Spellbound, the Magic Stratocaster. And that's an app, isn't it? Uh, see how much I know. No, about a Stratocaster is a guitar. You got it, it. You got it. Yep, uh, yep. Fender Strat, a Fender Stratocaster. Because caster, because because it could also be about fishing. Because casting. All right. So you want sort of a magic a uh, guitar that is both that is at once an instrument, a magic wand or staff, and a fishing and pole. Because it's got the strings on it already. It sounds like you need a Switch Army. Fender, Swiss Army. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Swiss Army guitar. <laughs> so you can shoot. You can play a beautiful song. That's another book, though. Swiss Army guitar. Swiss Army guitar. That's like uh, yeah. Some... How how guitars and and music won both world wars. All right. Guys, in in this alt history. You know, I don't have time to research. Uh. If that's true or not, so I'm but just gonna take your word for Jojo it. You've Rabbit. You know how good you feel at the end of that. Kind of good, but you also kind of feel <laughs> broken inside. That's true. That Hopeful. they're very complex emotions. You've been laughing and crying the whole time, and 
Uh, we, we could wax poetic about Jojo Jojo all day. Much longer than uh, Trout could wax poetic about this guitar book. Yeah. Leaving me not knowing whether I should get this or not. Probably not, because I'm not interested in guitars, nor yeah, this appreciating is their form. I don't think... I'm thinking if you can't jerk off to a guitar, like, this book's not for you. Yeah, I don't think I can do that. I mean, I... <laughs> Unless it had a good picture, on, like, printed on its body. Oh, if it had a sexy lady on it. Yeah, if there's a, a sexy lady. A know. pinup a pin up on the guitar. You know, that's my weakness, is sexy ladies. <laughs> yeah. It's in my bio everywhere. It's a yeah. That's the first line of Matt's bio. We, it's in it's my, str- my it's strengths. <laughs> Seinfeld trivia and uh, pick up pick up sports games weaknesses. Sexy ladies. It is also in my email signature. <laughs> Anybody who's ever received an email from me, they know. Hey, I. No, and no one can blame you. I, if anyone's <laughs> ever seen that signature and then blamed you, they are in the wrong, sir. Yeah, they are. Well, uh, speaking of sexy ladies, you want to take a little break? Sure, let's take one. Yeah, let me answer all my texts, all my texts from all those sexy ladies who text Ooh. me. Just kidding. No, I just checked my phone. Okay, bye. <laughs> Hey everybody, thank you for listening to our lovely little podcast. If you'd like to go above and beyond in supporting our show, or have the most fabulous conversation starters since sliced bread, go to reviewparty.com.com. Click on shop and explore some fabulous t-shirt designs. Where's your favorite place to wear a t-shirt? On my body. <laughs> mine, mine is at the store. <laughs> This is a good place to wear a t-shirt. Reviewbuddy.com.com. Click shop. Why stop there? Don't stop now. Don't stop me now, because I'm buying a t-shirt. I'm buying a shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, friends and enemies, welcome to the second half of the episode, and welcome to a feature featuring something from the Unfinished Business Podcast our friends, the Craigslist boys, those boys who, who wade into the deepest, dirtiest, most brackish waters of the internet, sometimes a little scarier and seedier than the internet reviews that we look at, they send us some some salacious stuff, and we send yeah. them, you know, reviews. I feel like we are, like, pitfall running through Amazon Forest. We're jumping at alligator heads, swinging over quicksand. They are excavating sewage they are like head to toe in hazmat sewage or (laughs) head to toe in hazmat suits diving into the sewage like like evangelion mecca into the lava diving down you know they just have like a a tether roped up to a crane and they're they're uh wading through this poo poo looking for funny stuff and they send some our way yeah and then they they have one of those treasures for us today i'm happy to be pitfall by the way Classic, classic game. Lovely. Stands up today. So, what I have today is from the Rants and Raves section of Craigslist. I don't tour Craigslist very often these days, so I didn't even know all these things are out there. But Rants and Raves, pretty self-explanatory. It's just people, you know, I guess if they don't want to post it on Facebook or something, they they get that manifesto out there on the C-list. And you know it's like a regular Craigslist user, right? Like, this isn't some... He wasn't looking for a place to rant and rave. Right, it's a... He he had a rant and rave, and he knew exactly where to go, or she. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a he. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm, ready to, I'm ready to find out why that's funny. <laughs> this rant slash rave is titled... <clears throat> uh, also, <laughs> before I get to that, in case I didn't make it clear enough, Craigslist contain some some dirtier stuff than we normally feature so be prepared audience yeah we don't pull any punches but usually but just know that this is this is a big dirt stinky punch yeah so if you feel like we go too far uh we apologize in advance but this is what people are posting out there so (laughs) we're just the 
We're yeah, just don't kill the message here. Ear. I have no sympathy for you, audience. Enjoy this beautiful comedy we're about to orchestrate. This rant is called Tits That Hang Down Low, comma, <laughs> low on the chest, parentheses, a woman's chest. Oh, my goodness. How do you want me to read this? Do you want me to read it like, give me a style. Just like, oh, uh, I don't like a, like a base, not, not quite old timey baseball announcer, but you know, that sports like <laughs> article cadence. Uh, sports article or? Yeah. Or whatever. However, take that. Just sports, I guess, is your, is your suggestion. Take that as you will. That could go a lot of ways. You got the play-by-play. You got the color commentator. Right. They what are you feeling? What's, what's speaking to you? I'm just going to go for it. <clears throat> I like them. The lower they hang, the better. I mean the kind that are narrow at the point of attachment with the bulk hanging down low. Like if you put a softball in a tube sock. But of course not toted breasts with downward pointing nipples. Oh, how I long to give those types of breasts the attention they deserve. And... To have them dragged across my face and body. Bow. He does he bow? No, that was me. Oh, you bowed. You yeah. bowed with that performance. You sort of embodied. You were kind of like a disgusting rat of a little <laughs> sports. Uh, the guy on the sidelines, you know. Oh, let's throw it over to. Let's throw it over to Bubkiss on the sidelines. Oh, look at his bow tie. Look at look at this little creep with this little bow tie. What are you going to talk to us about today? Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, not totic breasts. I love knockers. That's what this freak <laughs> on the sideline says. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that... I mean, I, I was cringing the whole time. I, I know you've already read this. So you know what I, I have can, to say about this, honestly? Tell me. It's nothing I don't already know. I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... This is the same feeling from from the cookbook. This is nothing new. <laughs> the gu- guitar book too. This is nothing new. I and, know. Uh, there's a there's a pervert that out there that wants a specific type of breast dragged across his body. <laughs> Not out of the I, question for me. I, I know. Could you the, yeah, I won't. I know there's guys like that out there. Me, L- breast. <laughs> Not a million years. No, leg guy here. I like I like guy hair. That's my fetish. <laughs> yeah, when you got a, a clean, clean, uh, squared back of the neck, ooh. Oh, or when you got that that uh, happy trail that's trying to bring you, trying to lead you someplace. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I already I already gave it away. I like sexy ladies. Sorry, everybody. I like sexy ladies the whole time. Not. I don't think you know. I, I enjoy the touch of a breast as much as the <laughs> next guy. But I've never had the thought, like, please drag those across me. I just yeah, picture the woman this is a, this it is fantasy the woman is a paintbrush and he is he is the the canvas. <laughs> That's the problem with it. He is a passive player in his fantasy. You know, and you can't relate to that. You c- Come on, you want the world to affect you, buddy? No, you need to be the actor in your own life. Sure, sure. But, I mean, this isn't his own life. This is the bedroom. Ah, If he just wants to lay there like a corpse, (laughs) then uh, maybe that's his thing, you know? And see, then maybe I can kind of relate, because my ideal fantasy is I just want sort of a a caveman, you know, dinosaur. Uh Uh-oh type environment and but i don't want to be the hunter gatherer i want to be at home in the hut cooking okay and my beautiful uh 12 foot tall amazon wife (laughs) goes yeah helga fucking helga helga mesh fucking slams like saber tooth tigers over the head and brings their corpse to me and i clean them up you know do all the nice cooking make her some nice saber tooth steaks uh and then she takes me in the night takes you okay you're a passive player too you yeah and i just i have no choice but to lay there like much like when a bear uh (laughs) when you're trying to play dead from a bear that's the sort of sexual experience i i'm just living in fear (laughs) things are happening to me i i i I dare not move i dare not move a muscle (laughs) 
Well, that paints quite the picture. You're welcome, everyone. You're welcome. Yeah, I think equality anywhere, bedroom or, or otherwise. Everybody can do their fair share. Is that hey. libertarian of me to say? <laughs> Libertarianism <laughs> in the bedroom. Uh, I, you know, I respect it. I respect it. Teach their own. <laughs> but I don't. I, I guess I can't say I respect the person who wrote this review. No, no, this is a weird... <laughs> no this is a weird this is a weird at least at least he expressed that uh to like anonymously on craigslist rather than like you know standing on top of the fountain in the middle of a mall i guess that's megaphone. why he, that's the purpose for craigslist it can be anonymous Duh. that's anonymous you just gotta get you just gotta get something about chests off your chest you know what you're saying you know what i'm saying yeah he's done it Speaking of which, I got I got someone trying to get something off their chest here. Okay. Uh, this is a review from Amazon for Blade Runner, the director's cut. Uh, written by Philip Marland. Uh, they did not want to stay anonymous. And they title it, Flawed Premise by the Soundtrack. What? Okay. I purchased this version wanting to see it again since watching it in theaters years ago. It is advertised on Amazon as pg but they cover it says R at the back bottom. It is far less violent than most movies today, but it can still be too much. The androids in this movie are violent sociopathic killer, yet an effort is made to elicit sympathy for them since their human maker and designer created them with a limited lifespan. Thus, they can't help but murder people or turn to perversion. As a consequence, way to go, writers. The main android character, Roy, finally confronts his human maker and tries to work out a scientific solution to his limited lifespan problem. But when it is determined there are no solutions, he voices the entire premise of the movie. He wants more life. In the theater version, they add the word fucker with emphasis. (laughs) Then he crushes his enemy's father's head after kissing him on the lips. In this final cut version, he simply says father and then crushes his head. Ah, the artistic subtleties. This scene emphasizes the complaint concerning limited lifespan by design. Of course, this is a veiled complaint concerning our limited lifespan. The Harrison Ford character is willing to hunt down these androids and kill them for money. A true mercenary. Rachel is the lone android you feel sorry for as she struggles to understand who or what she is. A little spoiler alert here if you want to remain uh if you want to remain safe from spoilers from a movie that came out in 1982. Uh, fast forward a little bit. Overall the movie is disturbing as it presents the veiled complaint that we I don't veiled this veil we're used to the world veiled something. It's just like I don't know what actually this is called, so let me veiled. Anyway, uh, we'll mm-hmm. talk about that after Quietly is uh, another uh, one. Yeah. That we humans were designed by a limited lifespan by our creator and a designer, which isn't true. Scientists today say our brains were designed to hold more data than they were than we store in seventy or eighty years. They also say ourselves should self-repair at a rate enabling us to be renewed forever in the context of biblical thought we were created to live forever but our human parents chose to pull away from their creator and designer and thus passing our imperfection and death to our children however a way was made available for the humans to reach out and it was proved in a state of unending life and in life as originally proposed the choice would be ours we do not have to be finite thus the premise of brain letter fails where you weren't designed to die okay here's the spoilers in the end harrison ford care the harrison ford character is rehabilitated when he takes the confused rachel android away with him and thus away from harm they are together in the last scene flying away in a plane i guess production ran out of money for a special effects hovercraft that was the original version in theaters also we do not hear the thoughts of harrison ford character as we do in the original which is a huge fail his thoughts especially at the end explain the premise of the entire movie that was the whole point the future earth is depicted as polluted and degraded despite technology much like today the soundtrack is beautiful the main theme is shimmering and resonates i would therefore buy the soundtrack and pass on the movie one star okay all right Mm. now this is one of my favorite movies 
it's really good. It's a, it's, it's, it is a classic. Honestly, I don't know if this is a blasphemy. I haven't really talked to diehard Blade Runner fans, but I kind of love the new version. The 2049? Yeah, 2049, I think, I is like a masterpiece. It. Not that, ooh, not that Blade Runner isn't a masterpiece, but I really dig 2049 for a lot of reasons. But uh, that's, a, that's a conversation for another time. What we got to talk about is uh, Mr. Flawed Premise, Veiled Complaint, Quiet Emphasis here. Did he say that we we can live forever? But our parents passed on. I think he said okay. that's what the Bible said. Oh, <laughs> the Bible said the parents hereditarily passed down death. Boy, you know, some people. Or he get says freckles. the Bible says. <laughs> some people get freckles. Some people get mortality. That's just the different strokes. Some people- oh my god. <laughs> uh, so what do you think you should you just listen to the blade runner soundtrack i just watch the version you want to watch there's multiple versions of this movie you don't need to unload on, on no, this, this specific di- one this director's cut is a is a sham apparently i i mean i agree with him i don't cut out stuff that's that's cool i think the director's cut adds stuff but I, I, from reading, I don't know, I, I heard, I think the final cut has Harrison Ford voiceover and the director's cut does not. Something like that. The versions of this movie are extremely wild and all over the place. I I couldn't Mm -hmm. tell from reading because there were also the reviews for the director's cut and the final cut and all like three or four cuts are all mashed into one page. Oh, no. So, yeah, who knows what's going on with that situation. I'm sure that's Googleable, which is the that's... best Blade Runner version. It'll be be there. But I don't think this uh, this Phillips an authority on that for sure. Oh, he's an authority on much. He's an authority on the same fucker with emphasis. <laughs> I liked that part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think... He means it's a positive thing. In the theater version, he adds the word "fucker" with emphasis, which, by the way, they they beeped, they did a little asterisk out. They left the F and the R. You know, this ain't my first fucker rodeo. Uh, I. So, what do you think? You think I, uh, what do we what do we got to say about Blade Runner here? Flawed premise by the soundtrack. I'm not sure how I feel about looking at the review of one product and somebody writing in that review telling me to buy a different product i'm not sure whether i like that or don't like it i'm not sure whether i like this guy's attitude i don't like his attitude exactly also just uh the violence in this movie are violent sociopathic killers that's i feel like no they're not sociopathic no not that's not like a trait they all have there's just like a couple of them that are a little glit, a little messed up. Most of them are just trying to survive. Just trying to survive. An allegory for us right now. This reviewer wishes they knew the word allegory. <laughs> yeah, they would have used it a lot. <laughs> yeah, that would have fixed really fixed things if they if they had ever learned any words. Any sort of vocabulary. Uh, anyway, yeah, I I hope I'm sure anyone that loves Blade Runner. Is, is already fuming. We don't have to go over that. And anyone who doesn't know about Blade Runner, uh, hopefully you appreciate how dumb this person is. Do you, do you have a review? I do. Uh, yeah, I've got actually three reviews for this one product. They're they're all pretty banging. Uh, uh, and they're not so dense. I think we can just take them, just comment, pew, pew, and pew. go. Uh, this is three Amazon reviews for Macy Gray's album On How Life Is. Which one's that? Is that the the one I would know? Probably, yeah. The one with the, the popular singles on it? Yes. Okay. Uh, I think it's her first one. Okay. Uh, and this, this first review uh, from October 12, 1999. Mm. 
from Stephen K. Pavlovic is probably one of the meanest reviews I've ever oh, read. Oh, no! Not he Macy! Re- Not Macy! Oh, God. I tried to say goodbye and I choked you! Okay, anyway. Stephen writes, he titles his review, I can't believe I paid money for this CD. And he writes, if Macy Gray herself were edited out of the CD, along with her annoying posturing and puerile lyrics, there ah! might, be some, <laughs> might be something left worth listening to. What was I thinking when I bought this? One star. Isn't that just devastating? Uh, it is not very nice to Mrs. Gray. <laughs> yeah. Dan Adler writes a bit more, and it is kind of nice. Dan titles his review, Donald Duck neutered with a potty mouth. <laughs> he writes, My 12-year-old cousin played the CD in the car this weekend, and I have mixed emotions about it. The music. The instrumentation and production values were pretty good. Some of the songs were kind of generic, but a few were really good. We listened to Do Something a few times. The music is really infectious. Her voice. It's really annoying. She has a back-of-the-throat style singing that reminds me of Donald Duck's voice. I mean, it's really terrible. All I could think while listening was that Donald Duck had lost his manhood in an industrial accident and was singing dirty words. Why an industrial accident, dude? Gee, why do you have to? <laughs> why is that detail important? You he because he really fuck? he really lost him. I he, uh, he really's not getting him back, huh? This this accident was industrial in nature. It, it's uh, chemicals. <laughs> I don't know. Which brings me to the lyrics. There's just too much sexually explicit material on this album. I was appalled that my 12-year-old cousin had this album. She's still a kid, and she doesn't need to grow up any faster than she already is. No wonder kids are so over-sexualized with this type of lyric becoming all too commonplace. I took a star off for her mouth that couldn't kiss her mother with. Two stars. I, I get to say how artists express themselves, not the artists. <laughs> I... After reading this and then listening to some of her music, I just, the Donald Duck image <laughs> is great. It's like, have, that freaks me out, dude. People have never met anyone with a raspy voice. They they yeah. like they hear that and it's like, is this Donald Duck? Is this Donald Duck no penis? Like, <laughs> uh, the raspy voice just makes her her music sound orig- different original yes that's on it. that's exactly what this last review honey brown writes Lay it on me redeem, honey brown redeem it. titles <laughs> titles there are you wonderfully unique i first heard macy gray when some fellow napster buddies suggested that i download her mpg yep. i immediately bought the cd from amazon between Macy's unique voice, her funky beats, and her philosophical statements, she has not left my CD player. Five stars. Thank you. How about that one for a time capsule, though? Oh, totally. That brings me back. Wait, do you have any Napster experience? Let's. I'd love to close out with that. What's? What was your Napster? What are your Napster memories? I really wasn't too too much into Napster. LimeWire, okay. yes. Napster, no. LimeWire was your first, so you came after the fact. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually, first-hand experience, more with LimeWire. I got a, a game, one of my favorite games, but also uh, totally uh, a virus that ripped apart my family computer also came oh, no. with that game from LimeWire. <laughs> uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines. But I think it's on cool. Steam now. Yeah, it's a, it's a great game. Very glitchy. Yeah, it's an RPG where you play a vampire and sort of a dingy, like, biker, mm. you know, uh, dreary, dark future style vampires with different clans. And yeah, it's a good one. If you like RPGs, Vampire mm-hmm. of the Masquerade Bloodlines. Anyway, as far as Napster, I remember going to my cousin's house. They had Napster. They're like, yeah, you can just get whatever music you want for free. Uh, and yeah, so we, you know... They, I was like, really? And they're like, yeah, we got these CDs. We can put them on there for you. We can make whatever you want. So, you know, I got the whole Linkin Park discog. (laughs) 
which I believe was like the first two albums in that remix album with the Gundam on it, mm. left their house with Napster versions of that. It's not bad. That's a good haul. Good haul. Should have got the Macy Gray album, too. Tracy Chapman, you know, all the hits. <laughs> all the hits. She had a fast car. <laughs> Tracy Chapman and Macy Gray should make an make a, a collab album just like and it would just be two women that have voices that are kind of fun to to, to emulate and make fun of. Trying to think my head I choke. I can't even do it. That she Macy Gray is is next level, dude. She's got it. Got and Tracy Chapman don't don't get me wrong, Tracy Chapman has got the hits as well. Mm-hmm. Nothing but respect for these women and their their beautiful art. And disrespect for those two reviewers. <sighs> I think it's time. Yeah, that sigh was wasted. Well, that was, yeah. that uh, uh, The entire episode escaped. The energy from the episode just escaped my body. Goodbye, comedy. Hello, plugs. And uh, the first plug I'd like to make is a plug for you, the listener, the audience. Hey. Big, big appreciate for listening. Uh, we got new episodes come out every Tuesday morning. We'd love to have you there giggling along with us and hanging out. Um, speaking of hanging out with us, if you'd like to be featured on the show, send us a wacky review. We love getting user reviews from users such as yourselves. And uh, we're playing them on air. Send an email with a hyperlink to the review to reviewparty.com at gmail.com and include your name so we can throw you some credit. Four other ways to, to change this from purely a one-directional relationship. We're just talking at you right now. If you want to talk at us, you can find us on Instagram at ReviewParty.com or on Twitter at ReviewPartyPod. Stuff's happening there like all the time, guys. All the time. And you could like see what we're saying and you can say things back. That's really cool. You can also go to ReviewParty.com.com where you can read the blogs that are being written. You can find all the old episodes. You can find the shop where there's crazy things like the Amazon products featured on this self-same very show. I recommend. There's also the After Party Review newsletter. It just says, hey, what's up? I'm in your inbox right now because it's Tuesday evening. Yep. And if you want more ways to uh, know it's Tuesday evening, make sure you follow us wherever you prefer podcasts. And wherever you don't, if you feel like going wild and following us on some other shit, hey, that's awesome too. And uh, let your friends know about the podcast. You have a friend that likes comedy podcasts? Boy, I bet they'd like ReviewParty.com. Funniest mm-hmm. show about reviews on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, funniest show is about funny internets on the funniest internet review.com. Uh, and very big thanks to our buddy Snowsbleeds for letting us use their jam, Bread for Breakfast. You can find more great tunes from them on their Spotify, Nosebleeds. That's just one word, folks. Uh, I got a, I got an ender. I got a little finisher. Hit me with it. Um, <laughs> this is a review for the manga Doro Hetero. This is for volume one of that comic book. Okay. Uh, it is written by Asher Perienti. They title it Running Late, and they write, Has been several months late. Finally arrived in great condition, but yeah, four stars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a but yeah guy. I'm a late, I'm a late guy. <laughs> All right, like guys, I'm Brent. I'm Matt. Thanks for stopping by. Take it easy out there, folks. Uh-huh.